the book of Galatians, the book of Galatians. The letter to the Galatian believers is different from the other letters written by the Apostle Paul. It contains no word of commendation, praise, or thanksgiving. There is no request for prayer, and there is no mention of their standing in Christ. The Apostle Paul is on the battlefield in this epistle. Legalism is highly rebuked in this epistle. The book of Galatians has been called the Magna Carta of the early church. It is the manifesto of Christian liberty and defends the gospel of Jesus Christ to the fullest. Galatians is the strongest declaration and defense of the doctrine of justification by faith in Scripture. And on this note, let us begin our study through this awesome book. I trust that you're already there at chapter 1, beginning with verse number 1. Let's read verses 1 through 5. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, immediately from the start, Paul defends his apostleship. He states that he was made an apostle by Jesus Christ himself and not by the laying on of hands by any man. Then he gives his greeting to all the local churches in Galatia. He gives them his formal greeting of grace and peace and then gives glory to Jesus Christ. All right. Chapter one. Look at verses six through 12. I marvel that ye are soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by revelation of Jesus Christ. Now, some of the Galatians believers had allowed the Judaizers to change their interpretation of the facts of the gospel. There are two aspects of the gospel. Number one, the facts of the gospel. Number two, the interpretation of the facts of the gospel. The facts of the gospel are the death, burial, and bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Judaizers did not challenge the facts of the gospel. The heresy they were promoting concerned the interpretation of those facts. They didn't deny what Paul had taught as being truth, but rather added to it, which made the gospel of none effect. They told 
the Galatian believers, although Jesus Christ came and died and rose again, they still had to keep the Mosaic law in order to be saved. But Paul sets the record straight. He says, even if an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel than what they had preached, let him be accursed. He also said that if he preaches a different gospel than what he had already preached, let him be accursed. Then he let them know that his mission was to please God rather than men. And then he reminds them again that the gospel of which he had preached to them did not come from man, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. All right, let's look at verses 13 through 17. For ye have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it and profited in the Jews religion above many my equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither went I up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again unto Damascus. Now, here Paul reminds them of his past before he got saved, how he was blind and zealous in the Jews' religion. He tells them how he was very religious and on his way to hell. But God, according to his will, called him by his grace to reveal his son in him, that he might preach him to the Gentiles. Glory to God. Then he lets them know again that the gospel he had received and preached to them came from Jesus Christ himself and not man. All right, let's look at verses 18 through 24. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter, and aboard with him fifteen days. But other of the apostles saw I none, save James, the Lord's brother. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God I lie not. Afterwards I came into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and was unknown by faith unto the churches of Judea which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preached the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in me. Now, after receiving the gospel from Jesus himself, three years later, Paul went to Jerusalem and spent 15 days with Peter and James. Now, it is interesting to note that no other apostle came to see Paul during those 15 days. The believers in Jerusalem were rather reluctant to accept the Apostle Paul due to his past life of heavily persecuting the church of God. Then he goes on to say that the churches of Judea had heard of him only. They had never seen him, but they glorified God in him because he was a changed man preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ.